0: And that lets you save. The here. True form life. Green look-up.
1: Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so I want to jump right into this interview because I got to tell you, Bava Ram. Was incredible. I just got off the phone with him, and I had to take a couple minutes to gather myself because this is unreal. The guy, how Baba speaks. He, we're talking about warrior pose and how yoga literally saved his life. It's gripping how he was, you know, uh, sick. I use parentheses, depressed and miserable, and and he used his mantra, "Get up, Daddy," from his child that pushed him into healing himself naturally and through our conversation that he talks about a himalayan room and how he used yoga and a number of other mantras and things to improve his lifestyle and just the way he talks like i mean i'm moved by the interview and i, I really hope you get a chance to listen to the whole thing he talks about his story at the beginning and then at the end how you can empower yourself And then he talks about mastery of life and how he teaches people that you can heal yourself. I say that to people and they look at me like I have three heads, Like you can heal yourself. People do it over and over again. And this right here is a prime example of how Baba Ram, which is a pretty cool name. He was going to tell you what it means in the interview, where it came from and why. But there's so much information. And I really hope you get a chance to listen to this interview because I'm still caught up a little bit, but listen to this interview, please, and and share it because it's something powerful that everyone needs to hear at some time in their life. Anyways, stay right there. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. And you heard all about Baba on the intro. And you know, without further ado, I just want to welcome you to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today, Baba.
0: Oh, it's great to be here with you. Hello, Canada.
1: <laughs> so you're down there in sunny California. You're in San Diego, is that correct? I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the weather's just changing here. It's uh, what? What is it? The end of October for depending on when you're listening to this show so it's just getting cooler here in in Canada and we're starting to bundle up so I hope you're enjoying the sunshine down there in San Diego
0: Uh, we are took a walk in the beautiful sunshine this morning and all I needed was a
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm jealous i have so many questions to ask you and as you know as our listeners know we, we are limited and i do want to respect your time of course so i want to get into it. we're talking about warrior pose and how it changed your life how it saved your life do you want to start off with telling our listeners about yourself and maybe some brief background about the book before we get into our interview
0: sure i was a journalist through two and a half decades of my life for broadcast television. I started in network affiliate market stations across the country and ultimately was hired by NBC News as a foreign correspondent. And this really was the career of my dreams. It completely identified who I was. It was exciting and thrilling and rewarding and I could actually make a a positive impact on humankind when I exposed political corruption or white collar crime or environmental degradation. I ultimately became a war correspondent for NBC News. So I was on the front lines of some of the most momentous events of our times. But in 1986, I was in Afghanistan during the Soviet occupation, up with the Mujahideen Freedom Fighters in the mountains, and then down in the unbelievable refugee crisis that that war caused. The the largest refugee crisis in history at that time, 5 million people on the borders of Pakistan and Iran. And after that, I took a very rare vacation because I was, again, like I said, really identified with my career. And my, my mantra was, I'm going to work longer and harder than anyone else. Because I came from a very middle-class family, and here are all these graduates of Harvard and Yale uh, beside me. And I didn't think I was smarter than any of them, so I set out to, to really work harder. I took a rare vacation down to the tropics down in the Bahamas. And on the last night on the storm, I fell off a ledge battening down storm windows and cracked the lowest vertebra of my spine. I didn't realize it at the time, but I technically had a broken back. But I was so fearful of losing my career that I kept going for seven years in really incredible and increasing pain every day. I went through the Persian Gulf War, through drug wars in South America, chaos and revolutions, and. Nicaragua and El Salvador, apartheid in Africa, and ultimately after the first Gulf War, where I was on the front lines, I was put in charge of all of Asia for NBC. So this was my dream come true. My my career was skyrocketing, but my mental and physical health were plummeting because the way I coped with all that pain for those seven years was more and more painkillers every day, more muscle relaxers and drinking, more alcohol every night, just Ringing, but I would be better in the morning. That never happened. Then in 1993, after all those years, I was in the Philippines covering a story. For uh, I was going to be on Nightly News that night, of course. And I leaned over to look at some videotape, and that crack split wide open and binged on my spinal cord. And I fell on the floor, <laughs> screaming like a banshee, and blacked out. And ultimately, was brought back to California to San Diego. Massive major back surgery. But the surgery failed. And I was declared permanently disabled. Placed in a body brace. Given even heavier drugs. And I couldn't even sit up to eat a meal or walk without a cane. And with the failed surgery, the physical pain was even worse. Totally gripping. But the emotional pain was something that was so terrible I couldn't even face it. It really was a form of PTSD. I had lost my identity. It wasn't really PTSD from being on the front lines of war zones and seeing some amazingly horrific things. It was from completely losing any sense of who I was and having absolutely no hope for a meaningful future because I was completely incapacitated. So I plummeted into more and more darkness as a result of that experience. And for the next four years I became a master I mean, if you can never carry him on your shoulders or kick a soccer ball or run on the beach with this beautiful child, you're going to be a daddy. It gave me the the faintest glimmer of light in the darkness of my cave. And just a few months later, I got sick and sicker and was diagnosed ultimately with stage four cancer metastasized throughout my lymphatic system from exposure years earlier to depleted uranium in the Persian Gulf. My doctors basically said, You're you're not going to live for two years. You need to write your will to keep things in order. And here's some morphine to go along with all the other things you're taking. Oh well, my friend, I got I got darker. I felt so much guilt that I was leading that little boy's life and so much despair. <laughs> and ultimately I, I pushed everyone out of my life except my child. He was my only touchstone. The only place that I, I felt like I had a heart. And he turned two just before the year 2000. I was on my way out of the world, and he came to me, and he finally got it. I realized he finally gets it. Something is really wrong with daddy as I lay there, as usual, on the couch, medicated and frozen on my back. And he looked at me, and he got tears in his eyes, and said three words that absolutely cracked me wide open. Get up. It hit me in a place that I didn't know that I had. And all through the new year, this mantra is 2000, the new century began. Get up, daddy, but how I have a broken back. I have stage four cancer, and dying. Get up, daddy. And I finally decided the only way I could honor that request from the person I loved the most was to die with dignity, to get off all the drugs that had made me such a dark person. So anchored in, as I said, self pity and fear and anger. So I detoxed cold turkey at a hospital off of what was now 14 years of heavy, heavy meds and drinking. Boy, was that an experience! I can tell you, all the demons of Dante's Inferno
1: are real because they checked in with me during that process. Is that a picture from the movies? Is that what it is? That what it is like? Sweating and screaming, and is that what detox is really like?
0: Oh, I really had hallucinations of demons flying down in the darkness from the ceiling. And I was incessantly throwing up and had horrible bowels and uh, body pains and chills and then sweats and then chills and then sweats. And um, it was many, many dark nights of the soul going through that process. Uh
1: you know, an unforgettable experience. Do you think releasing some of that is from your experience on the front lines?
0: I don't really. Um, I think it was from the darkness in my in my soul from having lost my identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from going through the horror of not knowing who I was or why I was in the world and having so many negative negative emotions as a result of that experience, mm-hmm. and also having so many toxic pharmaceutical medications in my body
1: Brilliant. that needed to. When your child said those words to you, I'm not sure if it was in the book. I think I was reading in the book that was this at the time where there was a kind of a gathering where people came to say goodbye to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that was a few months earlier in August on my 50th birthday, where there was a birthday party here and a few hundred people came, but they were really coming to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then it was a few months later that my little boy and I had that moment. As you know, I detailed in Warrior Pose how yoga literally saved my life with war correspondence and blah. Um, and so there was a little time lapse between that goodbye from everybody in that moment with
1: my son. Bob, we do have to take a short commercial break, but when we come back, I want to get into the healing stage and how you were able to successfully heal your body and I'm really interested in this, and I'm sure listeners are too. So stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body.
2: Exploring Mind and Body with TrueForms True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors: AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on TrueForm Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit ExploringMindandBody.com.
1: All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, we're talking about the warrior pose and how Baba Ram literally used yoga to save his life. Baba, in the last segment, you told us about your background and how you, I guess, came to a crossroads in your life and how you made a change and you use natural natural ways. Yoga, I I want to talk about your... Um, healing room or your Himalayan room, I guess. Um, <laughs> I thought that was cool. And well, go, go ahead. I, w- I want to let you talk in and just how were you able to? You talked about how you were depressed and you're on medication, then you went through detox and your son basically saved your life. What's the next step?
0: Well, I crawled out of detox, dazed and confused oh. and in more pain because I was no longer medicated. And the doctors offered me a lifeline. They had just started an experimental east west mind body pain clinic they said they couldn't help me with cancer but maybe help me mitigate the pain enough to, to keep off drugs and alcohol and i just grabbed at this like a lifeline and despite having been a you know cynical and jaded foreign correspondent who had seen a lot of horrible things in the world and didn't believe anything unless it was proven to On the very first day in a biofeedback session where they hook you up to electrodes and take your skin temperature and brain waves and heart rate and so forth, they played me a guided meditation. And in 20 minutes, it completely relaxed my whole body. Maybe the first time I'd really relaxed as an adult. And I could feel a different taste inside of my body. And all the baselines on those electrodes changed. And I realized I have a role to play here in my own healing journey. And about two months into this very, very slow process, where I was just trying to walk without a can, trying to get over the pain, they started me on therapeutic yoga. I had never done yoga before. Again, the cynical journalist would have poo-pooed that, but this deeper place in my heart said, there's something here. This is it. I was staying at a hotel next to the pain center. The very first day I had the yoga, I went back and ordered some of the ancient texts on yoga, and immediately discovered this isn't just about postures. This is a complete mind-body-spirit science of how to be a human being. And I decided and committed myself to get up, Daddy, to devote myself to those practices and seeing what they had to offer me. In that process, the pain center closed because insurance companies couldn't reimburse the patients. There were three other people I knew on the program. Two went back to drugs and alcohol. My closest friend took his own life. I went home and built a yoga room that I called my Himalayan cave after the ancient tradition of yoga. And I really was in there 10 to 12 hours a day. I would only come out to be with my little boy, get him to preschool, make him a meal, put him down for a nap, and so forth. And I studied all this ancient wisdom, and I did all these ancient practices, profound physical and mental purification. I became an organic vegan. I called it my organic chemotherapy. I took over 80 pounds off my body from fasting, which was essential for healing from the cancer. My body slowly opened with these yoga postures. I had always been really stiff. I could barely do anything at first, but by the end of the first year, I should put my legs behind my head. It was remarkable how my body and my mind responded. Not only did I take 80 pounds off my body, I took thousand pounds of emotional weight off my mental body. I exchanged all that anger and fear and self-pity for compassion, loving-kindness, gratitude, forgiveness, and acceptance. Modern science has now affirmed that positive emotions actually change your inner chemistry and promote healing and homeostasis and balance. And that was exactly my experience. In two years, I was completely Healed and whole. I went from Brad Willis, the foreign correspondent for NBC News, changed my name to Bava Ram because I now teach in India as well and it's a spiritual name which means pure state of being in the heart. But I don't think I'm always there, but it, I always aspire to that. So it reminds me every day that my healing journey is
1: permanent. Baba, where did you study yoga like you were in your healing room by yourself What did you was that self-taught
0: it was also self-taught i studied all the ancient texts the bhagavad-gita the yoga sutras of patanjali um, the hatha yoga pradipika samhita chatika on ayurvedic medicine the holistic medical system that assists your science of yoga and about a year and a half into it as i started coming out of my cave and going for sunrise and sunset practices to harmonize myself with nature, I started going to a little local yoga studio and that helped me move forward. All of which I share in the memoir, Warrior Pose, how yoga literally saved my life. But I healed and I grew and I had an experience as a result of this that I I discovered that we all have a power deep within us from which we've largely been disenfranchised by an overstimulated, overexternalized culture. We have a power in us to heal to our maximum potential, often far beyond what we believe we can do, to turn obstacles in our life into opportunities, to bring out a more authentic person in us and to reduce all the stress that that lack of authenticity creates in our lives, and to ultimately manifest our fullest potential. And in the work that I do now as the founder of Deep Yoga with my, my new wife, Laura Plum, and our teachings around the world, we've had the privilege of working with thousands of students in our Mastery of Life programs. And we have seen people own their power and live their truth. We have seen people apply this ancient science to their lives in a practical and modern and, and simple and devoted way and absolutely changed themselves from beginning. It is really miraculous what we are all capable of when we make that commitment to take charge of our lives. Um, And that's become my message, and that's the reason I wrote the memoir.
1: One of my favorite things ever that you just said is, you know, we can heal ourselves, and I feel like people look at me like I've lost my mind when I say that, and and I honestly believe that in my core, of course you're a, you're walking testimonial of healing yourself, but can you say a few words about what someone would say? you know what what I would usually hear in response when I say you can heal yourself
0: <laughs> Well, again, we come from a culture that has taught us that we are disempowered, and that in order to have any healing, you have to go through the traditional medical system, which is often palliation, which means dismasking the symptoms, through medication or through surgeries and other very invasive procedures that don't really have the greatest record of healing. I mean Western medicine has its incredible benefits. I'm not I'm not diminishing that at all. But it's not the answer. The answer is how we are living. And as a result I'm always looking at externally and a consumer oriented culture tells us we can have it all now and is oriented towards our always wanting creature comforts, we've lost our self-control. We've lost our our self-discipline because we can heal largely to whatever our maximum potential is. Again, not everyone can heal from stage four cancer. It's just not in the stars. But we can vastly improve our lives in body and mind and spirit through being mindful of what we ingest into our bodies. There's just no doubt that the pure of the food that you consume in the proper quantities is going to nourish you better than junk food or too much food. And the same is true of the food that we put into our minds. If we are putting toxic and negative impressions and overstimulating our minds all the time, we're not gonna have the capacity to, to hear our inner wisdom or to own our power or to live our truth and the pure Mind through meditation and mantra, stillness and silence, and putting ourselves in natural settings, soothes the mind, creates a different inner chemistry in our body, and promotes our capacity to heal. You know, whatever you anchor into, the whole world will rise up to support it. And if you anchor into a, a negative, self-defeating outlook on life, the whole world will support you on that. But if you anchor into a positive outlook, and you're willing to do the work that it takes every day, just like we're willing to brush our teeth every day to have good oral hygiene and to bathe every day, if we're willing to work on ourselves every day, especially if we need healing, the whole world rises
1: up to support us. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, man, <laughs> I just need a minute here. Okay, Bava, you're doing some coaching and you said, was it Mastery of Life? So, where can people find out more information on you and what you and your wife are doing for others? Well, we have
0: two websites, rom dot com, all one word, B H A, V is in Victor, A R A M. dot com, and deepyoga.com, dot com, deepyoga. dot com, which is our our healing arts school. And in fact, I'll be up uh, in Canada. Hollyhock, a retreat center on the the west coast of your country next year and so I'll be in your area and I hope I, I meet some wonderful Canadian people but we also you know, teach across the United States and abroad sometimes as well and we also see people in wellness sessions via Skype or FaceTime okay. as well as in our offices here in And we have these mastery of life programs that are designed to empower you. Because I really believe that the greatest guru you will ever meet in your life is you. That the wisdom and the power are inside of you. And that this ancient science, which is so practical and so logical and so applicable to our modern times, gives us a fabulous pathway for going home to our hearts, for tapping into our inner wisdom, and our inner power and for transforming our lives in an extremely
1: positive way i'm gonna go ahead and link babaram.com and deepyoga.com on the show notes here on exploring mind and body i can't thank you enough for offering your insight and expertise and just your perspective it's incredible uh thank you so much for for sharing that with our listeners and and for being a part of the show
0: well it's really good to be with you and thank you for the good work you're doing
1: All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Exploring Mind and Body. Just want to say a special thank you again to Baba Rama for joining us on the show and being a part of Exploring Mind and Body. This is easily one of my favorite interviews and Baba's such a great guy. Give us some time and, and energy and for writing this book, it's an incredible book. You should certainly check it out and as much as yoga changed Baba's life, I think this book can change your life as well. For past shows we talked about A Parenting Yogi by Brian Leaf. You can check that out at exploringmindandbody.com and we also have Pick Your Yoga Practice by Megan McCrary. All past shows are on exploringmindandbody.com as well as this show exploringmindandbody.com slash warrior pose and if you like the show, if you get a chance, I'm on Twitter at trueformlife and you can let me know how you're doing there. We also have a weekly newsletter I send out. I'd love for you to be a part of it. That's at exploringmindandbody.com. It's just on the side widget. You can enter your name and I send out videos and recipes and weekly podcasts and shows. So you can check us out there. And then lastly, I need to mention our Complete Truth Protein sponsor. Complete Truth Protein is a whole food plant-based vegan supplement. So it's it's gluten-free it's a gluten free baking. People use it a lot in baking, but it because it works. <laughs> uh, but you can also throw it in shakes and smoothies. You can throw it in yogurt and cereal. It's just a great way to get whole food, you know, plant based whole food into your diet. And if you're raw, you know, if you're raw vegan, this is perfect for you too. So you can head over to completetruthprotein.com slash shop. Any two pound bag is 15% off. So I hope you get a chance to use Complete Truth to nutritionize your body properly. And all there is, is four ingredients. We have quinoa, hemp seeds, maca, and stevia. So these are super foods that are certainly going to give you energy, make you feel better, and even detox a little bit from all the conventional supplements and nonsense we shouldn't be putting in our body. Anyways, thanks again, Baba. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your downloads and shares. It means so much to keep this show moving forward and giving me inspiration to do what I do on air. Thanks to Jameson for production, and that's it. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've
2: been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen